This is the So You Are a Former Athlete podcast, a podcast dedicated to exploring the effects that losing your athlete identity has on adult life. From community to routine integration, finding new passions, we've got you covered. We're a former athlete and podcast. This is Alyssa here with Liz. And today we have a nice lighthearted episode where we are going to just go over some funny signs that let the world know you're probably a former athlete. So before we dive in, please remember to follow this podcast if you want to have easy access to our latest episodes dropped on Thursdays. And if you like this episode, please, please, please go down, rate it on our podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. It makes a huge difference. For us and thank you in advance. So number one, you're probably a former athlete if you wake up in the morning and every single bone and every single joint cracks. I can hear you walking down the hall from a mile away. I know when my boyfriend, he's a soccer player, when he wakes up, it's like, I know he's awake because I can literally hear his ankles. Yeah, just years of trauma on the body, your bones, <laughs> they age so much faster these days. I think, uh, yeah, being a, a swimmer, we didn't have that impact as much, but shoulders, yeah, just like just the injuries and over years and years of use and abuse, um, things just get sore faster for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Number two is it's harder to take a rest day than it is to move your body. Thoughts? Oh, I hate rest days. If I could exercise seven days a week, then I would. It is so much harder for my body to stay in like the slow, slow down restorative state than it is to uh, get my, yeah. I mean, I can get to the gym. Is my workout going to be the best? Absolutely not. But it always feels better to do something than to not. How about you? Yeah. I feel like I can go one direction or the other where sometimes I just don't move. Yeah. <laughs> and just, maybe it's just the impending doom that I have every once in a while. Maybe that's just me, not a former athlete thing, but I get absolutely paralyzed and I'm like, I literally cannot go to the gym. <laughs> I can't, I can't move my body. I can't do anything. Um, but if I'm in the swing of things, taking a day off feels very abnormal. Like I'm doing something wrong. I should be working harder. I should be working harder all the time. My athlete voice. Yeah. yeah. So number three, how many t-shirts and sweatshirts do you have? <laughs> uh, an abnormal amount. I like, oh, I have so many just from like high school alone. When am I going to wear my high school sweat t-shirts again? But it's no, no, it's sentimental and they mean something. <laughs> If you just have like a garbage bag sitting in your basement or your bedroom at home in your parents' house with just a plethora of high school and college gear, you're probably a former athlete. Yeah. (laughs) Probably. And you still wear a lot of your alma mater, like you still wear your high school or college gear, you're probably a former athlete. Yeah. I wonder when you're supposed to stop doing that. Let us know. Let us know if you have have any opinion on that. Send us a DM. Number four, you feel the need to stretch or shake your body out in the middle of a room, a hall, or store. I don't, I, maybe this is just me, but sometimes my hips, I'm like, oh, my hips are so tight. And I start doing like one of those warm up uh, stretches that I do before a game where I'm like swinging my hips around or touching my toes. And like, what are you doing? I'm stretching. What are you, yeah. what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. You don't stretch. I, uh, 
I got a call out recently on social media. I had put up a video at the gym or something. And as swimmers, like since your back and your lats are a lot sometimes more defined, we used to do this thing where you like shake your arm out a certain way and it kind of makes this clapping noise on the back of your lat. And I've, I've never been really able to do it because I don't have significantly big lats, but I do just like do the movement with my arms. And somebody on social media was like, were you a swimmer? Because swimmers only do that movement. <laughs> it's such a call out because I just randomly started doing it like when I was resting in between um, sets of the gym. Yeah. So that is I'm so right funny. there with you. I always am doing some weird moves, touching my toes, doing some quad stretches in the super. Keeping the body loose. Yeah. <laughs> Keeping it loose. Yeah. What are you up to? Number uh, five. Number five. Cool. Uh, this one really resonates with me. If you think that just about everything is a competition, including in your career, you're probably mm-hmm. a former athlete. If you're like, let's make this walk a race all of a sudden, or you know, how many marshmallows can you eat while sitting at the table waiting for your food? Like, if everything becomes a competition, you're most likely a former athlete. What do you think? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just thinking back to when I was at the bedside and I'd see someone do a this is so silly and it's very specific, but like a bed bath a certain way and like have their sheets folded nice. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna do that now. Like I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna have the I'm gonna do this the best way. <laughs> no good reason. No, no one's there's no like there's a wrong way. There's a wrong way to do that, but there's no specific like way right way yeah <laughs> I mean there's no award that you get for per- perfectly folding a sheet <laughs> or fluffing <laughs> a pillow yeah there was <laughs> uh number six you never knew what a sick day was until you got a job there were no sick days as athletes so if you find it hard to call out sick or you actually like calling out sick and it's a whole new world to be able to do that now you're probably a former athlete because most likely you did not miss practice or a competition even if you had the flu even if you had like you probably went and vomed and then got right back on the field like there was not a lot of tolerance for sick days when you were a competitive athlete so if you can't take one now you're most likely a former athlete what do you think Hermie oh definitely we were taught to just like rub some dirt on it like if yeah. you're struggling like just rub some dirt on it push through that would be a baby that would be a yeah. baby <laughs> that was always fun that's kind of going back to uh number two where it's easier it's harder to take a rest day than it is to move because we didn't even you powered through no matter what so yeah that rest state is a little challenging to lean into now On that note, number seven, being a beginner is absolutely horrible. And I'm definitely a sore loser (laughs) who gets frustrated or annoyed if I don't get something right away. Being a beginner is challenging no matter what, even if you are are not a former athlete. But for those who were competitive for years on end, it is most likely really challenging for you to start anything new. And those temper tantrums around like, why am I not getting it right away? A new skill whatever it may be, hits a little hard. Uh, yeah. I throw those temper tantrums every once in a while when I'm not picking something up pretty quickly. Same. And I definitely know this is not, first of all, this is not a great trait. I'm not telling other people to do this. <laughs> I'm calling myself <laughs> out. For me. Yeah. There are people that I am willing to take criticism or constructive criticism from if like in my mind, I think 
that they know what they're doing more than me. Like, oh, like if I view you as a coach or a mentor or someone that is an expert compared to me, then I'll take advice from you. Or like, like if I'm cutting vegetables and Max, my boyfriend is like, hey, like you should try, don't, you, you don't know what you're talking about. Like <laughs> I, and that is, I think something where just from sports, I'm used to being the expert at things that I just assume I am. I'm getting better at that, but that's definitely something that is from athletics. I don't know if you do that same thing yeah. or not. Oh yeah, definitely. That that ego is pretty big for sure. Yeah, the ego really gets in the way sometimes. Yeah. Okay. Number eight, we had jeans just never fit right. I actually will say nothing ever fits right. Yeah. I know for my body <laughs> shape, I am a little more shoulder heavy, back heavy, broad up top. And man, there are so many cute shirts and outfits I always wanted to wear. And then when it came time to zip it up like a dress to zip it up to the back, it just like wouldn't fit. And then you're in between like three different sizes. Um, especially yeah, with like legs having a smaller waist and a little bit of a thicker leg, just nothing. You see other people, men and women walk around, look so good in their clothes. And it was just always, a ch- it is always a challenge to find things I think that fit my body type. Uh, Ermie, I mom hear jeans. You. Yeah. Mom jeans, boyfriend jeans. They look so good on other people. And then when I try them on, they're just so tight on my thighs. There's that gap, that like waist gap. I'm also yep. four foot 11. So just about nothing fits me on anyway. When people ask me my size, I'm like the smallest, whatever the smallest is in that brand range. range like that's my that's my size like whether it's double zero extra 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 small extra small that's me it's gonna be me uh but yeah jeans the thighs are what really get in my way where like things that are supposed to be like flowy and cute like it either hugs right at my my butt and you can like see that and it's like not cute and flowy or my thighs or it just like rides up and it, it's a struggle it's a struggle i'm okay with you know <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but it is. I'll, I'll it take is, the thighs. <laughs> if you struggle with finding clothes that fit you the right way, and some things top or bottom fit better than others, you're probably a former athlete in a lot of ways. Yeah, this next one is if you were, I think I want to word this, but if you're just now maybe getting to know your feminine side because you were taught that you had to be a badass, tough person 24 seven, then you're probably a former athlete. You know, I used to think that I wasn't allowed to wear heels or like the color pink or have emotions or, you know, you're, especially women in sports, you're, if you react a certain way, oh, they're emotional and erratic. Like, you should be level-headed at all times. And that is something that I definitely took into adulthood where it's kind of, this is a kind of funny, uh, not necessarily feminine, but I'll like cut myself cooking or like fall and like fuck up my skin or my handle rip. And I'm just like, I'm bleeding. And I just like show people, it's like gushing down my arm. Like, what are you doing? I'm like, what do you want me to do? Like I already... <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Years of just knowing you're getting hurt in soccer. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, for our female, you know, listeners out there that, right. And maybe leaning into that feminine side growing up in sports, you probably didn't wear a lot of makeup. You probably didn't have time to do your hair or, you know, put on all the nice clothes. So embracing that feminine side post athletics can also be challenging for our, our, our male listeners too. I think male and female taking off that tough exterior. If you're somebody who right now kind of is like 
I'm just going to tough it out. I'm just going to power through. <laughs> yeah, I got cut. It doesn't really hurt or something didn't go my way. It's okay. Put on that tough exterior. Um, you're probably a former athlete because we, a lot of the time we're told you just suck it up and keep going. Like, unless your fingers hanging off or your shoulders out of socket, you're doing the next thousand yards. <laughs> like, <laughs> so yeah, leaning into that, uh, softer side over that tough exterior, I think, um, can be characteristic of if you're a former athlete. Yeah. This is one that a lot of people have laughed at with me is that after work, gym, practice, whatever it is, rather than going to shower, going to sit on the furniture, you just lie on the floor. Like it's almost like when you're like, I have to eat and shower and go to bed and do this and this. And you just are like, you know what? I'm too dirty for the bed, too dirty for the couch, too lazy to shower. This floor is looking real good. And I will spend hours on the floor, <laughs> even yeah. still it's my safe space. <laughs> uh, so I, in my sport, sweating was not, I mean, we were like wet right. all the time. So that I wouldn't say that that necessarily is my MO, but avoiding the shower, like for us, it was like, oh yeah, no, like the chlorine is clean enough, you know? <laughs> so <laughs> I wouldn't say we necessarily like lay on the floor, but I can get on with the, like, if you exercise and then do anything except shower <laughs> you're probably a former athlete that's how you lived your life for so many years you know yeah and I'm sometimes I like I don't know I don't care if I smell bad sometimes like sometimes after I work out or I'm like damn I smell like shit like I smell bad but when you're an athlete that's just like what you just do oh, all yeah. the time 100%, 100%. <laughs> I, I think like, when, a if you're a former athlete if you've said out loud Oh yeah, I'm sorry I smell, but <laughs> like, <laughs> if you prefaced a statement with like I'm sweaty and smell bad, but you know, like you're probably a former <laughs> athlete if you're okay with living that that state life. <laughs> I swear I shower, guys. <laughs> Just takes me a while some days. Yeah, we do shower. We do. <laughs> this is a new one for me when I watch professional sports and they'll be so-and-so making their debut at 16. I'm like, Oh my God, I'm so fucking old. Yeah. Like, wow. Like so much, just seeing the professional players and 90% of them are younger than me now. It's just crazy. And I used to like get so excited when I was a kid, like I can't want to see them or they were my crushes. Right. And now they're all younger than me. And it's like a whole dynamic shift. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Signs you're a former, definitely signs you're a former athlete are looking at professional sports player now and, and realizing that you're really, life has gone really fast the last couple of years. <laughs> and I'm like, your child, where is your mother? Literally, literally. You look at professional sports now and you're like, that person is a child, then you're probably <laughs> a professional, you're a former athlete. <laughs> Go ahead. You prefer workout clothes over going out clothes. So mm-hmm. ironically, both of us are in like comfy, cute purple t-shirts right now. I'm in a messy bun. I have leggings on. This is like pretty much my go-to day to day if I don't have a like nice event going on or I'm not going out with friends or I really do prefer comfort clothes, those leggings, those sweatpants over uh, a pair of jeans. If you yeah. are on that train, you're probably a former athlete. Hermie, what's your uh, choice of clothes? I'm literally wearing a t-shirt and leggings right now. (laughs) (laughs) 
That is my go-to. And then maybe, I feel like this might be a former athlete too. Like if I go out and I have to get dressed, it's when I was younger, at least a little bit now too, it's like jeans and a t-shirt or jeans and a crop top, like going out boots, jeans, plain shirt, everything's plain. I, I'm still working on my feminine side. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to talk about how if you're a former athlete, you probably love the Olympics. You love the World Cup. You love these big major world sporting events and you go hard. You watch them. <laughs> you watch, You have a favorite team. You have a favorite athlete. You have a favorite player. If you are all gung-ho even I feel about like NFL football or like NBA basketball. Um, signs are you're probably a former athlete if you really love professional sports in some aspects. Yeah, that is when I see my friends the most. <laughs> <laughs> when we get together to like collectively root for the sport that we played or the sport we play. And I have a group chat too uh, from college and the only reason we all talk is because we're in a fantasy league together for the premier league i probably would never talk to those people if we didn't have that like common denominator still as an adult so i don't see them i don't talk to them my teammates really or even just like it's mostly guys but a couple of the women in there too uh yeah we're all former athletes that have that same desire to have a little competitive edge uh, through the fantasy league yeah, living vicariously through the professional athletes since we did not become them. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Ooh, this is a soccer one, maybe. Uh, you can let me know. But we have lots of soccer balls in this house. And at any point in time, you're going to get Megs. Even if we're walking down the sidewalk and there's an, a pine cone on the floor, I'm going to try and thank you. Like I'm going to kick it at you. I think maybe that might be just a soccer thing, but yeah, there is always a possibility that you're going to get Meg by me, no matter yeah, how far I've away. I've never heard the language Meg before, so that's something new for me. Megging is when <laughs> when someone's walking and you kick the ball between their legs. Oh, it's like a ha, got okay. him. Like so, in our home, like if like you're always on alert, like you, it's like. You 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 get made fun of if you get magged in a game. If like your friends when you're putting one v one at practice, if they mag you, all your teammates are like, oh no, you know. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Cool. So that is still something I carried with me, and I'm gonna try and mag you no matter where I am and no matter how far I am from my sport. And that that is like a clear sign that I'm a former athlete. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, I think it might be specific specific for each individual sport. But like if I'm jumping in a pool. I'm doing a cannonball to like splash everybody or I'm diving to like get everybody the most wet because I love being in a pool and I have no problem. So probably the same thing for basketball, right? Like there's, there's something individual for each sport, but yeah, if you're kicking a pine cone or a rock every single time you see it on the ground, <laughs> you are most likely a former athlete in some capacity. Yeah. I'd love to hear what it is for other sports it, for listeners that are hearing this one. You should send us a message on this. So you are a former athlete and Instagram or Facebook page. Let us know what you're being ready to make someone at all times. Splashing people in a pool is the equivalent is for your sport. For your sport. Yeah, definitely let us know. Um, ooh, this is a good one. You have multiple pump up playlists on your Spotify, Apple, YouTube, and they're named after workouts or other colleges, high schools or something you compete you 
we're in the same league as. So sometimes I go looking for just getting hyped, get more music. And you ever scroll back and look at your old albums and it's just like, <laughs> yeah, it's like Northeastern pump up playlist <laughs> 2019 or something. And you're just like, oh, that must have been the time that I traveled like to another school and we were getting in the zone. So if you have random playlists or pump up playlists and uh, they bring you back to a certain time in your life, you are probably a former athlete. Does that resonate with you, Alyssa? Yeah. I'm curious. Is there a specific artist that will always bring you back to your pregame pump up? Oh, I was recently with some friends over the weekend who were my former teammates and we had like Miley Cyrus coming on. We had like Rihanna, Calvin Harris. And we're like, wow, we haven't heard these songs in so long. Remember Uh this time, this time. So yeah, we were, we were very big, like EDM heavy. I think I I grew up in the 2010s era when all those people were kind of really popular. So yeah. Jay Biebs. Oh my God. We loved it all. How about you? (laughs) Uh, Lil John. Oh, we love. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've done some embarrassing exactly choreographed dances with my team. <laughs> yeah, I know exactly what's That one brings also, me back. <laughs> we were big into SoundCloud mixes. I don't know if any of our listeners are into SoundCloud. It's still like part of my I still listen to mixes yes. I listen to for hours and hours on end. All right, we got a couple more to finish off. You know the difference between Powerade and Gatorade and we'll die defending the honor of the one that you love. Okay, so which one are you, Powerade or Gatorade? Oh, uh, you know, I I'm going to I'm a Gator. I'm a, I'm a, from University of Florida, so my I'm really sorry Gators, but I was a Powerade girly as a kid. <laughs> I was Honestly, my school had Powerade and I resented power. I was so mad they had Powerade as a thing you filled up because I'm a Gatorade queen. Gatorade, red <laughs> Gatorade, blue Gatorade is my jam. I was never a lime. I don't understand how people drink lime Gatorade Tastes like or lemon. Cleaning. It's disgusting. <laughs> yeah. At least we agree on that. <laughs> yeah, I will get behind. I'm not a lime. I'm not a lime queen, but uh, no. Gatorade. It tastes different. They taste so different. The reds taste so different. Definitely. Yeah. I would drink Gatorade after a game. Like okay. it was just sweeter. I don't know. But now <laughs> I don't know the last time you drank Powerade or Gatorade. I think now it's just so aggressively sweet to me. Yes. I have to water it down. You know, you're a former athlete. If you have to water down your Powerade and Gatorade now, because it's just too overpoweringly sweet. Exactly. Oh, I am right there with you. Yeah. I can only have a couple sips and it like makes your mouth tingle almost. Now. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't hang like I used to. No. Ooh, this next one, you're probably a former athlete. If you know what a pasta party is, shout out to all of my athletes who Used to subscribe to carb loading, carbo loading before you knew you had a big race or meet coming up. I know swimmers were big into that. Yeah, soccer players were also, we would like during tournaments, I know we would sometimes just cater Olive Garden or like the post, like post game meals. We would want to go where we could get as many carbs as we possibly could. Yeah. Uh, I still carb load, but not for sports. I just love carbs. <laughs> Yeah, I do miss pasta parties. They were always a really fun community gathering. And yeah. 
it's like a good ritual to kind of take your mind off of the stress of the event. So, and final, last but not least, Hermie, kick it off. You are probably a former athlete. If you had Adidas slides, Puma slides, or Crocs, and you would wear them. And not the new fancy Crocs, not the new like foam slides. Like we're talking the OG hurt your feet, really ugly slides. <laughs> that I still wear to this day. I will not oh, get yeah, a Croc my- easy train because I am an OG Adidas. Like those rubber spikes break your feet. I do like Birkenstocks a little bit now because I don't have, they're a little more comfort but slides till I die. I'm a, I'm a flip-flop slide queen. How about you? Yeah, slides till I die. I have like the Kmart version of Crocs, but they have like this, and I used to wear them to my night shift in the hospital. That's what I bought them for. And when I worked at the clinic, because I didn't, I wasn't walking that much when I worked in the clinic. I was like, I don't need to wear sneakers or nurse shoes. Like, let me get the $5 fake Crocs. But they had the little like Air Max, like the little bubble in the back. And people used to compliment me on the back all the time. I was like, I guess I have a little bit of athlete in me with this pair of <laughs> a little Air Max bubble on the heel. But yeah, I had like the Adidas slides that, do you remember that I had like the ones with the beads in them too? Like on the foot? They were in, it was like in there. It wasn't the memory, the nice memory foam. It was like little beads inside of it. But my, I used to wear them to the absolute I wore them to the ground. Oh, and yeah, all the beads sure. would just for fall sure. out as I walked around. Like there was just like <laughs> like spots where you could clearly I stepped on. They were just like literally worn. There was nothing to them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess like if you have holes in your socks, holes in your leggings, holes in your shoes, oh, yep. you still wear them. You're probably a former athlete. <laughs> yep. All of my socks rip at the heels and at my big toes. I at still my have toe. Me on too. My toe. Me too. <laughs> Oh, we could go on. I think we could go on for another 20 if we just sat here and really reminisced. But I I would believe that if you're a former athlete, you probably had a couple of of these uh, resonate with you. And hopefully they made you chuckle. And it's always fun to uh, reminisce on the good old days. If you also say you have good old days, you're probably. (laughs) So to conclude, even if you're not an athlete anymore, being a part of the former athlete community still has its own little funny quirks and does help to bring us all together, which is why you're probably listening to this in the first place. Uh, if you like this episode, as a reminder, please, please, please give us a rating, download the episode, follow us on Apple Podcast or Spotify. Um, and if you have any other things that you think really define you as a former athlete, drop them on our Facebook page so you are a former athlete and or on our Instagram page. Please be sure to like those pages as well. You're welcome to follow our personal Instagrams as well, linked below. Um, anything else you want to add? I think we're complete. I think, uh, yeah, we hit a lot of these on the head and I'm excited. I hope some people kind of give us feedback. I want to hear more. I want to hear what you laughed at or resonated with. I would love to hear if you have any more to add and we're always looking talk to keep to this, this light. So, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Fill us in, keep us in the know, communicate with us. And uh, yeah, this was a fun one. Thank you. Yeah. See you on the next one. See ya. Bye. Bye.